don't do CPR on people that don't need it. But like, it's like a weird fear of mine that someone's going to do CPR on me and break my ribs for no reason. No, I get that. I have a very weak pulse. <laughs> You'll just be like napping and I'll be like, oh no. <laughs> yeah, someone's going to like feel my neck and be like, I don't feel a pulse. And I'm like, that's just me constantly. I never have a pulse. That's why you got to put a mirror under their nose. So. Oh my God. How funny would that be for like a vampire AU where like they pass out, but they're not, they're, they just don't have a pulse because yeah, it's, it's the so daytime. Someone, someone breaks their ribcage. You wake up, you're like, ah, damn it. Mostly vampire lore is that they heal quickly, but still you'd wake up in that first five that minutes you'd hurt. be like, oh my god. I assume that would wake you up in the same way like a slap <laughs> yeah. usually. Just ow. <laughs> Cracking the ribs and I'm Welcome to Find Pairings. I'm Grace. I'm Claire. And today we have a tag fic and... In the vein of season four, I guess it's another fandom we don't watch. <laughs> Why do we keep doing this? Whoops, it just keeps happening. Okay, so you gave me the tag fast burn. Yes. Which I feel like I've made jokes about me not liking slow burn. Yes. Like I need it to have it fast. Yes. <laughs> so I need a fast burn. You but like I wasn't actually sure if it was a real tag. Yeah, get in, get out. So it is kind of. <laughs> right. It was a tag. There was enough things that I, like, found stuff. Uh-huh. And it wasn't, like, crack. It wasn't, like, LOL, fast burn, I guess. Yes, like, it, it was, was like, like, actually fast burn. It wasn't, like, they wrote a crack fic where they're, like, our eyes meet, our lips lock, we're making out. Go. I penetrate you. <laughs> like Exactly. But also, there were, there was also fix in this tag that were more than, like, 50,000 words. And I'm like, ma'am. That's not a fast burn. I'm not going to read this because I don't have the time. But, like, I assume they get together right away and then things just continue to happen. But it seems, like, counterintuitive to the idea of a fast burn, which would be, like, short and quick and it happens and then we're out. Like, a one-shot where that specifically happens right away. Like, I've seen fic writers who, as a, like, a game with themselves, as a challenge Mm -hmm. with themselves, they, like, write every day but only 500 words. Yeah. And like so, a succinct yes. story. And I've seen ones that are even shorter, like 200 words. And that's story. basically prose. So I, I perused the fast burn tag and it wasn't super plentiful, especially like, again, weirdly enough, not that many fics that were like under 5,000 words. Yep. But I ended up, so I've come across like a meet, meet in a diner sort oh, of yep, a theme. Yep, yep. Like, so not a coffee shop AU, but a diner AU. I think I've seen that before, yeah. And I really like it. Like, yeah. I didn't realize it was something I was super into, yeah. but like, aesthetically and like, just like the way things pan out, there's usually like coffee and people in like cute aprons and like yeah. weird people sitting at table. Like, it's a fun yeah, yeah, yeah. place. And I've not brought you one. And so that's what drew me to this guy, uh, which is in the Naruto Phantom. <laughs> <laughs> which is not something I thought I would ever bring to you because I don't understand Naruto. <laughs> I only know about Naruto running. Yeah. I, it's like, I've seen a lot of, I can recognize Naruto Naruto characters. I know very, very little about the actual fandom. It's that I know yes. some people are very into this fandom. And so then it's they... One of the, well, and there's like, there's a lot of variety in animes. And this is, and it seems like it's either many, many seasons or one. Yes. <laughs> It's either 20 seasons or 12 episodes. And this is one of the longer ones. And it's like a four, it's a four boys anime. Like it's an oh. anime that's like fighting and like, like mm-hmm. a, a lot of dramatic and a lot of boy characters in it. It's not mm-hmm. like a, it's not like the animes that I like, which are all about sports <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or like, or like witches. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. There's no witches here. <laughs> this is not, those people fighting. <laughs> I need some intrigue. Where's the magic? No one is kissing. Well, I know some people kiss. That's not even true. But okay, so we got. Into, I was like, you know what? Kiss with a fist. I love. 
love a diner. Let's just show. And I liked this, even though I had no idea who these people were. So I figured it was pretty good. And luckily enough, I got a hold of the author, whose name is uh, Angel of Death 10. And she was look, uh, she was nice enough to give me all of the background that I needed. Excellent. <laughs> so this fic is a diner AU shipping Gara and Sakura, which are two characters, um, which I actually, I did a little bit of searching first, and it seems like that's one of the bigger heterosexual ships. Okay. But the big ships are all gay because all the main characters are boys. So it's not actually that common. It's just like common for a straight coupling. Most common straight <laughs> couple. The most common extinct species. Yes, exactly. So I looked up this. Uh, it's under the hashtag Fastburn. It also was um, alternate universe diner, alter- alternate universe science fiction, Ooh. prompt fic, oh. romance, <gasps> and soulmates. Yes. So I was like, wow, oh, what a fun like, right? Yeah, like it just kept getting better. Uh, and so I asked the author a lot of questions because I, again, had no idea. And this seemed like a big enough like canon that I was like, I don't even know if I would get a good grasp of what this is by searching on my own. So thank you. Thank you, Angel of Death 10, for giving me all the information that I need to give to everyone else, in case you're not watching Naruto. So my first question was like, why why this pairing? Yes. Why these two in this diner? And she said, I thought Gara had an interesting and a sad backstory and even more interesting progression from a villain to a reluctant ally to a respected leader of his people while Sakura is a compelling is compelling as a person and no one thought much of... Oh, it was a compelling person that no one thought much of who then built up herself to like give an impression of like her skills and protect people around her that she cares for and so she's got this like fierce loyalty and then it's kind of off put with this like reluctant um uh anti-hero all right all right <laughs> and so i was like okay so why did you put them in a diner sci-fi story yes because uh, that seems weird so she was on a discord server uh and was talking about i don't know somehow the the idea of like a creepy diner came up like how yeah. diners are creepy which i disagree with but like it's at a, night sure i've heard about them being uh liminal spaces mm, um, yeah okay in, in that in the if you think about the like you're out you're a trucker and you mm. drive into like they're very secluded yes. and they're like their own yeah, yeah, capsule yeah. Of time. and so it's sure. like so it's not that they're spooky it's just kind of spooky how they're like outside of the time loop yes and uh i'm gonna call her angel because that's short for angel death but yeah yeah, Angel was saying uh, that often in media they are used for like sci-fi, yes. sort of like time travel. It's like easy to be like, oh, we're in the 50s now if you put yeah, somebody yeah, in a yeah, diner. Yeah. Uh, and then someone suggested the prompt, soulmate Denny's AU fast burn 2,000 words with a character death. <gasps> whoa, whoa, <laughs> wait, what? And she was like, yeah. <laughs> I'll take it. It's like a challenge even though it's a joke. Denny's AU. So, so yeah, so, like if not only is it a fast burn romance, but also someone dies and it's in a diner and it's like I don't I, I don't think sci-fi was in there, but Soulmates was in there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, <laughs> and uh, apparently there's a show again. I also don't know this one called Sliders, which is about parallel worlds and like uh, has a soulmate in every reality sort of a concept. Oh sure. Okay. So, like, okay. I, mean, I guess maybe not Doctor Who, but kind of similar where it's no. like no matter what timeline we're in, we f- keep finding each other. No, that's that's, that's a very soulmatey yes. thing. So I asked uh, Angel about what's important to know about Gara and Sakura as like characters and as a pair for someone who might not follow Naruto, i.e., myself and Claire. So in the world of Naruto, ships, it actually isn't all that popular to compare compared to some others. Uh, but what tends to be relevant is that Sakura has a bit of a temper and a rich inner life. She's good at grinding out the hard work, be it physical or mental. Gara is self-obsessed and introverted from years of neglect, but is also considered a genius in his field of expertise. There's a certain volatility to his emotions, which he tries to contain, canonically because he's possessed by a demon that will take over his body <laughs> if he falls asleep. But, <laughs> you know... Same. And then, then again, if I didn't get to sleep, I would also probably go nuts. My yep. demon takes over if I don't get eight, eight hours of sleep. 
Yes. And then basically goes on to say, um, this fic is really uh, just taking the characters only at their like core values. Sure. It doesn't really allude to the actual series. Uh, apparently the Naruto, ser- Naruto series is pretty cursed. <laughs> That's true. That tracks with what my uh, middle schooler yes. life remembers. Yes. Uh, and also, I will put this on the Instagram, but somebody put a made fan art of this Aww. of this fic. So cute. this is a cute little drawing of uh, Sakura. She's like the pink haired character from the show. And she's got a coffee and she's got a little coffee mug with like the Naruto symbol on it. Aww. So very cute. And then this is information about the author. I'm in my 30s, female in the USA, and I've been writing fanfics since elementary school. Nice. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> but only started publishing it in my teens, mostly on fanfiction.net. <laughs> the but OG. Then, but then crossed over to AO3. It's been a wonderful way to wander around in stories and generally feel creative after work and family time. I always write for myself first, mostly lighthearted AU romance, and generally people have been pretty supportive, which is always appreciated. I tend to write without a beta, since Same. my schedule is erratic. <laughs> So I go back and edit when I can. Real writers write with no beta. <laughs> but I'm not winning any grammar rodeos. Yep. Uh, outside of this, her main ships are a bunch of things that I'm not going to know what they are. So I'm just going to list them off. And they're usually hero villain. Uh, Inishi Karu, which is from a show that I can't pronounce. Ru- mm, Ruoni Kenshin. Rufus and Tifa from Final Fantasy VII. Hero and Relena from Gundam Wing. And Soul and Maka from Soul Eater, which I have heard of. I haven't watched it. So pretty much sticking to the same agent AU in all the writing. And a lot of them are weird quasi-historical rom- uh, romance <gasps> for some what? reason. I know. This person like was like you in an alternate life. If I had gotten into anime. Then... Well, especially like, because it's like, I wouldn't think of, I know, I mean, I know there are some, because anime span, like spans all genres, yeah. honestly. But the idea of anime and historical romance didn't, didn't fit immediately in my brain together. So this is a fun combination. So if you like any of those things, uh, head over to Angel of Death 10 on uh, possibly fanfiction.net, mostly on AO3 uh, for now. And okay, so this brings us to our pairing, which I was like annoyed because I knew there was no drinking in diners. And I was like, fuck. So you, you don't, you don't, you don't I, order order a beer at a I diner. I was pretty sure, like, I looked up diner cocktails to, like, see, and I guess you could maybe have a diner that'll give you, like, a Bloody Mary, but they don't sure. generally serve drinks. It's, like, no. mostly coffee and soda. Yeah. In lieu of that, I was like, okay, diners are, like, kind of in this, like, rockabilly 50s, 60s sort of time. So what's what's going on there? And so I brought you a sidecar. Nice. <laughs> Which is a classic um, 50s, 60s drink. Mine has been sitting, so it's a little... uh Separated? It's a little separated, so I took that one for the team. I'm proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> so, yes, it's a brandy, orange liqueur, and lemon juice. Brandy is very 50s. Oh, not, that's good. No. I, I'm not a huge brandy person, so, like, this really cuts it nicely. Uh, when I'm going out with my pretentious friends, mm-hmm. this is a pretend. This is... I can't really drink old fashioned. Sometimes they're mm. a little too whiskey. Yeah, whiskey for me, and I can't keep a straight face. You have to get a brandy old fashioned. Brandy's oh. like a softer whiskey. Yeah, not a punchy in the in, teeth. At least in my head. Yeah. So this is the type of thing that when I'm with my hipster friends, I can be like. Well, and I always forget that like fifties drinks are three ingredients. <laughs> like that I'm always too. like, oh, they're hard to make and like yeah. taste like bad because they're all whiskey or vodka right. Or whatever. I forget that the fifties didn't have Pinterest, but they assume you have. No, you have fucking, to remember. Yeah, 50 fucking ingredients. Yeah, this is like one part brandy, uh, half part <laughs> orange liqueur, and half part lemon. Like, it's very easy to remember. You can right. throw this together. Nice. And it looks like a, yeah, it looks like a 
men's drink. It looks like a sophisticated drink. It looks sophisticated, yeah. Like if I was in a smoking bar, mm. like, if like, if you, like if you're not a scotch person, this seems like where you'd go. Yes. I can't do scotch. I can't do scotch either. <laughs> not that kind of guy. Nope. <laughs> I've tried and no. Not a scotch man. No, I'm not a, I'm not a scotch man. <laughs> okay, here we go. She wore the apron because the dress had no pockets. She wore the dress because the first time she had worn something of her own, she definitely spilled a plate of syrup and bacon grease down the side of her leg, and that made the skirt unsalvageable. Student loans didn't exactly keep her in style, so Sakura had bowed to the utility of her issued diner uniform. The yellow of it didn't totally clash with her pink hair, but only because it had faded from so many washings. Ugh, I love a diner dress. Like, it's a simple joy to be like, I want a job that I get to look cute for every day. It's just a cute outfit. Man, I worked at a movie theater where I got to wear a white button-up and a bow tie. Felt so fun. Um, my out my uniformed jobs, I had to wear a polo and a bow tie. Yeah, the and polo that was, was not, not flattering. It was not cute. I'm sorry. My body does not carry a polo well. No, but I would definitely work in a diet. Like, oh man, oh, yeah. do you remember in our hometown we had um like a drive up diner where mm. the women and my mostly well, women yeah, wore roller, roller skates. skates? And I was like, hell yeah. I was so like that's but hot I, girl energy. But I would drop many plates of food. Yeah. She knew to serve table 17 because the guy who spent all night, possibly every night, sitting there with his expansive, expensive laptop and notepad covered in numbers and symbols needed a pot of coffee first thing when her shift started. He would still be there when she left at a time that was too late to be considered early since the sun wasn't going to rise for another hour or so. That's More- full liminal space. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's very like, oh, like kind of Night Vale-y. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Like really specifically a diner in Night Vale, which yeah. I'm sure there is one, but yeah, there's two, so much going on in Night 2 a.m. to 4 a.m. is like not a time that like exists on the in the real time, in the real loop. plane. You're in the you're in the eye of Jeremy Baramy. <laughs> in the time, you're the, the <laughs> dot the of the eye. eye. Yeah, you're in the dot on <laughs> the eye of the Jeremy Baramy. Keeps looping. Yes. Morning shift said he left 30 minutes before the breakfast rush. She had asked. After a season and a half of observing him working through every late night incident, from the time a drug deal in the parking lot went south and the cops were called to a heart attack that Sakura delivered successfully, <laughs> to the heart attack that Sakura delivered successful chest compressions to, to prevent uh, until the to prevent there's supposed to be a word there to prevent death until the <laughs> medics arrived. <laughs> no beta, we're just we die like men. Fast burn means I write it fast too. You know. I've had word. I'm also a loser in the. You could radio. call fast burn something. I wrote in like a fast burning fever of a of a time. <laughs> Not for a great. I just had a story in my mind. Get off my dick about it. All right. <laughs> the two had formed a sort of understanding between them. Sakura seated people as far away from him as possible and unofficially guarded the table when he used the restroom periodically, as one can only expect some consequences to consuming whole car- carafes. Carafes. Carafe? Yeah, it's a carafe of coffee. That's what the pot is that called. That sounds like a fake... Carafe sounds like a word. It's a It's a, <laughs> it's a car- Like a giraffe. It's like a carafe. Carafe. Yes. Carafe. It's, that, it, that sounds fake. It's like... Because I think it's originally like carafe. Persian. Oh, it's, it's like, not French. Yeah, it's like Arab... It's like... Yeah. It comes from the where coffee is... From, yeah, it comes from like the origins of coffee. Carafe of yeah. coffee. Yep. Meanwhile, he provided her a place to sit on her 15-minute break. The red-haired programmer couldn't have known what those 15 minutes did for Sakura. Between school, dramatic friends, and part-time jobs that were thankless and backbreaking, the little oasis with him was practically therapy. She would put her head down, close her eyes, and think about nothing except the clacking of his typing and the occasional scribble. 
So, yeah, just like take a nap with the weird guy. <laughs> oh, you know, I love to- an unspoken understanding. I love, um, oftentimes when I have to focus, I put on background music mm. and I like going to websites where you can make it a coffee shop and then like control how much like- I was going to um, say, I bet there's like a lo-fi beats, uh, like yeah. diner, uh, oh, yeah. like mingling sounds no, or a coffee shop. Yeah, because yeah. I've, I've definitely used those before. That sounds nice. Yeah, That's I love amazing. them. Very just put me right to sleep. <laughs> They're good. So one day when he left to go to the bathroom and she surreptitiously worked the broom slowly around a table near to his booth, she was unprepared for the sight that met her shortly after. There was the usual loud radio coming from the kitchen as the cook did a lot of the nightly cleaning during the slow hours right before the bars closed downtown. And as the curb popped her ears against a sudden drop in pressure that left her... F- this is... Sci-fi is happening. Sci-fi is happening, but I'm like, there's one or two words missing. Uh, I'm going to say Sakura's ear, Sakura <laughs> popped it's, her ears uh, when a sudden the- drop in pressure left her feeling a little dizzy. There was a bang as the men ro- men's room door slammed against the wall and the programmer rushed out. Grimly, Sakura wondered what kind of nightmare she'd be cleaning next based on his frantic exit, but it was the way their collective green gazes locked that had her stutter to a stop and clutch her broom defensively. She wasn't wrong to classify his gaze as hungry, as he stalked over and didn't even hesitate as he grabbed her face and he kissed her (gasps) with all the grave intensity that he had used in his programming. Oh my god. Engineering. (laughs) Take me like one of your textbooks. Throw me against your keyboard. Collect me rapidly. Collect me, collect me with both of your hands like you do when you're hacking. I mean, Hack me like one of your programs. Get into my mainframe. <laughs> I don't think he's even a hacker. He's just a programmer. I'm just dumb. Whisper to me like you're trying to find my virus. Come on. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so his, the, the passion he usually has for programming has come up upon her. It's been thrust upon her. He had already mapped her missing wisdom teeth with his tongue before. That's deep. <laughs> That's a deep kiss. Map. That's be- is a great adjective. I like that better than playing. it's happened for so long. Yeah, I also like that better than playing tonsil hockey, which implies a dribbling sensation of like back and forth betwixt your tongue. And I like map your tons map your the place where your wisdom teeth. Yeah, you're like slowly going over every crevice like a cartographer of mouths. Ooh, a cartographer. Mouths. I should write. <laughs> he slowly swept over all of my teeth like he was making a map of my molars. Don't steal that. That's mine. Trademarked. They've <laughs> trademarked that phrase. Uh, anyway, so he's, he's mapping her missing wisdom teeth with his tongue. Snaps. Snaps. This is probably the closest to, like, a coffee shop AU that we've read on this podcast. It is, yeah. So, uh, before Sakura got it into her mind that she didn't know this man like that. A I, twist- I forgot. <laughs> they haven't spoken in this. Like, maybe they no. have. But, like, mostly she just, like, naps at his table. Oh, yep, yep, yep. And guards it when he poops. Oh, yep. <laughs> How romantic. <laughs> like Can you like- watch my stuff? Which is weird, because, th- like, there's coffee cups there. Like, someone's probably using it. Right. You don't just go to a dirty table in a diner. Right. That's rude. Just doesn't want people stealing his laptop with all his Oh, sick true. Beats. Yeah, maybe he... I assume you take those to the bathroom with you, but maybe not. No, like when I <laughs> used, when I would like write at co- when I would write at coffee shops, there was always that pull of like, do I take it with me or do I leave it? Yeah, and, and I would always watch it for me. Yeah, and I would always just watch it, mm-hmm. and I'd usually like engage the person next to me to be like, "You look trust. You are a woman. You look trustworthy." I've at least looked at your face, so if it's gone, I've mapped and your you've face left. with my eyes. I'll know it was you, bitch. Not your molars. Yeah. A twisting feeling in her gut told her that maybe she would like to, but there would oh, like to get to know him like that. <laughs> but there was a progression to things like this, and he had skipped twenty steps and at least one personal barrier of her, so it needed to stop. 
Sakura pushed hard against the programmer's chest until they parted with a gasp, and held the broom bristles up with full intent to swing it if he thought he was going to get around too. What in the hell was that, Gara? I thought you hadn't- And then he tilted his head at her, eyes flickering up to her forehead, and then back down to her lips with a mixture of horror and excitement that he stifled quickly. The neutral to grumpy expression she was used to returned to his face imperfectly, and as she searched his eyes, bruised from a lifetime of sleep, je- sleep debt, she noticed that there was something on his forehead that hadn't been there earlier this evening. Unless he had a temporary tattoo hidden in his pocket when he went into the bathroom five <laughs> minutes ago, he must have been shanghaied by his evil twin at the urinal. I, w- I went into the bathroom to put on a temporary tattoo. <laughs> right on my forehead. You need to do that once to see if you notice. <laughs> if you suddenly have a tattoo on your forehead, I feel yeah. like I would notice right away. <laughs> I'll tie That's it. a very, like, you don't even have that hair that, like, like I could no. hide a, something on my forehead if I really tried. Yeah, you've, got, like, you've got, like, a fringe. I don't. <laughs> but you would be like, why is your hair like that? Are you hiding something? <laughs> put, your just, hair, put your hair over your forehead. No. If it just came out like this. You look like a Muppet. <laughs> I'm cousin it from the Adams family. A little bit. It's like a little too fancy though. You look like a Hanson brother, like just cruise hair too long. <laughs> you need to answer the question, or both of us are having an assault charge leveled at us tonight. This is going to sound improbable. Cars <laughs> <Car> started. <laughs> Nothing I like more than hearing that from someone who just played tonsil hockey with me. <laughs> You're not gonna believe this. But uh, Gara started and had to back up when Sakura jabbed the bristles at his face to get him to back up a couple more steps. But I'm going to walk back into that bathroom, and in a couple minutes I'll walk out again, and you need to forget that this ever happened. (laughs) Okay. Convincing. Sure. Sakura figured he was trying to save face since his big romantic gesture had gone sideways. Though, maybe not as sideways as it should have, because, broom aside, another go at his lips sounded like a way better use of her evening than closing out the register for the morning shift and collapsing on her bed alone at home. Even if she wanted to grab him by the hair and drag him back to her tiny cheap of an immaculate apartment, she was better than her baser hormonal urges. Or don't. Just give in. Just think about it. Just give into it. And then do it. Then do it. (laughs) If he comes out of that bathroom. Kiss him and see what happens. See what he- see what happens. You better have a very convincing apology worked up for treating me like meat, as well as a plan for regaining my trust. Otherwise, you're going to have to figure out a way to hold in your pee every shift I work in perpetuity. That's a good threat. <laughs> better be nice to me. I'm not no going to guard tables anymore. No peeing for the rest of perpetuity. In this dire that you only are ever in. Right. <laughs> Gara, for his part, tilted his head at her words and allowed a smile to ooze across his face. Gross. It was so blatantly sensual that Sakura was perplexed. No, polaxed? Is that a word? Or is it a typo? Where? Polaxed. Perplexed? I think pol- It's not giving me the red squiggle of, of <laughs> mistyped words. No, I'm curious. All right. S- SAT oh. word time. SAT we word We gotta get time. a jingle <laughs> for yes. when we come across a word we don't know. Right. Sometimes fanfic teaches you words. It's because other people are smarter than us. Full axed. Another term for battle axe. Hit or verb. Kill or knock down with a full axe. So it's okay. Full axe. Thank you. Whoa. Learned words. It's to attack someone with with an axe. Yes. (laughs) Great. Uh, It was so blatantly sensual that Sakura was pole axed. Oh, she was like struck by it. Yes, Great. yes, yes, yes. Words. Words are words. Use it on your SATs. Yep. Polexed. This was not the stiff introvert that practically drew a line down the table the first time she sat and introduced herself. That is weird. Like, <laughs> this is your side of the table, this is my Just, side. Just like, don't sit at my table, this is don't, mine. Yeah, don't. Work here. Don't touch me. It's like the opposite of when a person flirts with a waitress. It's like, yeah. the waitress is flirting with you and you're like, ah. I mean, sometimes my that's, table. Sometimes that's happened where I'm like, you're too friendly and I would like to be left alone. Please. Go. <laughs> Get. But there's not a polite way to be like, and you, she has to yet. keep coming back because she is giving you your food. It's yeah, like. you're like, you're like, please interact with me in the prescribed only manner. the amount necessary. Yes, thank you. 
This was a man whose eyes lingered on her pulse points and whose fingers were still flexing as if he were restraining himself from reaching for her again. Instead of responding to Sakura, he gave her one more searing look and then wandered over to his laptop. Unlocking it quickly, his eyes flicked over his screen full of code and then back down to- he is a hacker- down to the paper on the table. He wrote down some words and then regarded Sakura and her broom with a toothy smile that wasn't anything like friendly. Do you know someone named Sasuke in this thread? Maybe he hit his head in the bathroom. There wasn't any good way to explain any of this. No? What are you even talking about? You haven't said more than eight words to me in practically the entire time I've known you, and now he- I've- Wanted to, Gar interrupted. Sakura seriously considered just beating him with the broom and venting her growing anger. I don't like sweet things, but every time you lay your head down near me, you smell like maple syrup and some flowery shampoo you use, and I go home hungry. Aww. <laughs> Pancakes. Sakura didn't know what was going on. And love. <laughs> Same. I read that and I was like, wait. <laughs> Pancakes and love. And flower. Ah, oh, flowers. He just knows what her shampoo smells like. Aww. They don't need words. They have... Scent glands. Love is built in tiny little moments, mm-hmm. smelling each other's hair. It's communication in many ways. Mm-hmm. Sakura didn't know what was going on, but between the goosebumps on her skin and her raised hackles, she got the feeling that she didn't actually know this man. Ungara smoothed hands. <laughs> so not him. Ungara smoothed hands down his nondescript maroon shirt as if searching for something, and then worked a hand into his pocket to pull out a phone. His eyebrows raised. Wandering just out of reach of her broom, Gara moved in, pacing half a circle like a shark smelling blood. Suddenly, he stopped. You saved him, didn't you? That man. When you were first working here. What? The heart attack. Saratobi. Didn't die, did he? The silence between them was deafening. That day had been hell. The praise from the medics for her quick thinking had softened the fear in her heart that she had failed the old man. She discovered from the morning shift, uh, 1010, that the old man was a regular as well as a retired officer from the nearby base. He had a lot of friends and family who would have missed him, and he was still recovering at home so far as she knew. The heart attack had required a surgery that was rather, a surgery that was rather extreme, but he wanted to thank her when he could allow visitors. One, uh, if you do CPR correctly, you, like, break multiple ribs. Yeah, and you, then you need to heal after that and shit. Then, and then two, like, if you have a massive heart attack, then yeah, the surgeries to, like, remove the blockages can be quite extensive. Especially if you're old and, like, Yeah. Ugh. And you don't, and when you, though, as you get older, you don't heal as quickly, so yeah. damn. Mm, gross. Or so his grandson had, uh, oh, he, he wanted to thank her when he could allow visitors. Or so his grandson had said when he came to deliver a fruit basket to her at work with his eternal gratitude. Cute kid. Though if anyone had called her a cute kid in middle school, she would have dropped kicked them so they didn't say it out loud. With a speed that she would have sworn was inhuman, Gara was under her uh, Gara was under her guard and the broom was spinning across the room. She heard a ketchup bottle break and her expression went stormy. Didn't that piece of shit know she'd have to clean up that mess he was so blithingly making? Don't you dare! This time she had pulled her messy hair hard from the back. Uh, his messy hair. His messy hair pronouns. This time she had pulled his messy hair hard from the back to detach his mouth from hers because she, because the groans that had been coming from this corner of the diner had most certainly not just come from him and this was an unacceptable state of affairs. He smelled like fireworks. Nice. It was also a hand on her ass mirroring what her hand was doing to his. Woo! Embarrassing. <laughs> Forgive me. I don't think I'll ever get another chance like this. My Sakura can crush concrete like styrofoam. <laughs> The words were contrite, but the delivery delivery certainly wasn't. He squeezed her once more, just like, wow, a soft one. Great. I'm going to squeeze it. You won't hurt me. You wow, can't. you're so weak. You're so regular strength. <laughs> Fun, squeeze. Let me, let, me touch, like, let me touch your butt. It's like, it's like squeezing a peep. <laughs> he squeezed her once more, edging the line between pain and pleasure, and the noise she made in response was pure gargled rage. 
There was a beeping from his pocket, and in the time it took for him to deliver one last tender peck to her misused lips, there was a drop in pressure that made her feel like her eardrums were sincerely going to burst, and then she stumbled forward as she clutched air. A table stopped her from fully hitting the ground, but the disorientation was real. Gara wandered out of the bathroom, clutching his head, around the same time that Sakura had positively ascertained that she was not in fact bleeding from the ears, even if her level of sanity was yet to be determined. No forehead tattoo, she noted. Just a confused glance around at the mess of red on the floor, as well as the scattered menus and napkin holders. Oh, the ketchup. Yes, not blood. (laughs) I also got confused for a second. Sparing Sakura the briefest hint of of a concerned look since she had set... Never sat down except for her break and always at their table. He half stumbled over to his laptop. With a low tone of discomfort, he closed the laptop and gently lay his head down. Sakura understood how he felt. Still not entirely sure, she had just hallucinated a very specific fantasy about the programmer who she was barely daring to call a work friend. (laughs) If anyone had known to ask. She steeled herself and came to sit in her usual spot. Without the wall of laptop between them, it felt more intimate. I don't understand why I feel compelled to apologize. (laughs) Gara said to the tabletop, where his face was currently located. <laughs> okay, Sakura replied, possibly because she, s- she needed the reassurance as much as he did. She slid a work callous hand over to twine her fingers with his. She could feel him shaking. The other him she trusted like, uh, she trusted like a wolf in a henhouse, but this was her Gara, and he looked on the outside like she felt on the inside. I think I'm going to take the day off tomorrow from, you know, everything. <laughs> Probably a good idea. His gr- something's going on <laughs> I cannot be in this diner I'd be like I need a PTO day for my life <laughs> maybe I'll take the day shift <laughs> see if that's less uh, what's the word you keep using? liminal <laughs> less liminal <laughs> time of day I would like the a sun's out I'd like a more regular space <gasps> his grip tightened around her fingers and Sakura wondered at the feeling that clutched her heart what's a thread? Gar's head shot up so fast she saw the headache catch up to him in real time. His eyes pinned shut against the pain. Her eyes traced where the tattoo could have been and wondered what exactly the next few months would hold for them. If it was anything like the promise in his other's eyes, not a lot of sleep for either of them, she'd wager. Not in a sexy way, in a we're in a time shift way. Damn it. The end! (laughs) 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 Under 2k character death. We got fast bird. Immediate kissing. <laughs> it's fast bird in the way that stuff was happening, but they're not in love. <laughs> that makes it, that was like a good use of a fast bird. Good use of uh, character death to be like, yeah. oh, that was the 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 why. Yes, yes, so that's where we split. The that was the fork in the road. The yes. fork in the road. Yes, yes that was yes, created. Yes. Wow. Yes. Still don't know why. I'm sure that there's a reason he has a forehead tattoo. Maybe that's an actual thing in the anime. Right. Who knows? But yeah, that was our that was our hashtag fast bird. Wow. With like seven other things also in there. <laughs> Good work. That was that would have been hard to write. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, if I had been given that prompt, yep. number one, keeping it under two k, like keeping it around two k, is hard. Is hard. Yeah. Uh, especially when I'd be like, <laughs> like that could have gone so many ways. Mm-hmm. Character death, fast burn, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. diner, AU. I'd be like, I, I did think it was smart to be like, we're gonna refer to the character death. The character death's not gonna happen yes. in this. Can't use up words in that. Well, because even when you were explaining like it was a murder mystery, like way yeah. at the beginning, I was like, we skip ahead in time. Yeah, and that's what makes it a fast burn is that we just don't talk about it. It takes two hundred words just to explain what the body, why the body right? is there. Yeah, and I was like, part of this, I was like, you know, I feel like we could get more into like. They could sit down together longer, yeah. or like there could be some more frantic energy of yeah. something, like a little bit more explaining. But like you gotta, you gotta keep it under two k. Wow, which is hard. 
Damn, that was good. That was fun. I was like, I'm not in Naruto, but like, good use of liminal space. Good use of diner. sci-fi diner. Diner, I love it. It's a trope I didn't know I liked so much, but I really like it a lot. (laughs) No. Cool. Okay. Uh, I have to give you something. Yes. Uh, I feel like, I don't care remember what we were talking. We were talking about like traditions and like movies that we watch over and over again, which like, this is not, we were talking about Christmas movies. It's not anywhere near Christmas time. I don't know why we were on this topic. (laughs) We were talking about stuff we watch over and over again. And I have on my own accord gone to the uh, AO3 and there's like a theater tag. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm like, man, what's going on in here? (laughs) You theater majors. And I, well, just mostly because it seems like so niche in a way that's like, I don't know how people would write fan fiction about this and make it Makes sense. <laughs> right. Like, I went specific. I think I went to, like, the Annie tag first because it was oh, in the sure. A's and there was, like, seven fakes. Yep, yep, yep. Like, well, what could possibly... And I don't want you to do that because there's not a lot of good choices. No. And I've already seen them. So, I, one of the things that I watch over and over again, even though I know it's trash, is the movie version of Mamma Mia. <gasps> I love Mamma Mia, Mamma Mia. And I can't describe why I love it so much. It's a joy. I think I love ABBA songs. They're just a joy. It's they make a, me so happy. Right. It's just a pure serotonin shot. It is. And it's like a bad, like it's objectively like a bad musical. Like it doesn't, yeah. the plot doesn't make sense. The music doesn't really work. There's no resolution. Cher is Meryl Streep's mom. Yeah. And they're like two years apart in eight. Yep. The second one is legitimately really fun to watch. I but it's them. terrible. And so I want to know what's going on in the Mamma Mia tag. <laughs> I've been cheated by you since I don't know when. Yeah, do they have yeah. songs? Is it a song fic? Is it like... <laughs> yeah, I don't is know. Is it the characters? Is it Meryl Streep? Like, <laughs> Amanda Seyfried? Because some people are just like, this. I'm writing the Meryl Streep version of this character. Right. That's fair. That's fair. It's a good time. Oh. Okay, so I want you to pick me that to make me feel some really unbridled joy. Okay. Also because I know the Mamma Mia Phantom and we've gotten too deep. <laughs> I'm ready. We've gotten too deep into stuff that I don't know about. I feel like we're going to get it roasted in the email one of these days. Yeah, some of these, one of these days they're going to be like, you got to stop being in fandoms you're not a part of. You keep saying things incorrectly. You know, all we want is some engagement. It's true, though. Teach us in I'm a nice sure way. I'm sure it's probably like, uh, I was saying Sakura. It's probably like Sakura. I've just said it wrong this entire time. Roast me in the comments. If you want to roast me in the DMs, we, our DMs are open across Twitter at FindPairingsPod and also across uh, Tumblr, TikTok, and Instagram at FindPairingsPodcast. So feel free to let me know how shit I am. But you, you can tell us how shit we are also in our email at FindPairingsPodcast at gmail.com where you can also submit to us fanfics that you have written or that you love. That you found. That you, you found. Like, I want to tell the people about this. Right. You got to read this. If it's a long fic, make sure that you highlight your favorite chapter and give us a little bit of a background because as you can see, we're in not as many fandoms as exist because that is impossible. We pretend, but we also know you want things that we don't know about. So this is us trying. If you want to send us porn, you can. And we might read it on our Patreon, which is uh, Steam and Cream. You can find it by looking in any of our bios or in the show notes, as well as going to patreon.com slash podcast. And make sure that you also leave us five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. And if you do, then you uh, have the right to claim a 500-word fanfic of your choosing, of your prompt, that Grace or I will write for you. And if we, even if we don't know the fandom, we will try. We'll figure it out. No and promises that it'll be good. Yeah, no promises. And we'll read it in either at the end of the season or in a bonus episode. We've gotten pretty Uh, lucky so far with those. Like, we've kind of known what was going on. 
<laughs> no one's been really mean and been like, do this thing that you've never heard of and is really hard to find on the internet. <laughs> or something that's like, a, in order to fully understand the a full you have to depth read of an it. Entire book. Yes, they'll be like, "I want you yeah. to write a fanfic about." I don't know. Josie's gonna be like, "You know what? I'm gonna uh, write something about King of Scars. Make it better." <laughs> and I'm gonna be like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> I, want... I can't fix the ending of King of Scars in 500 words, and I don't want to read a book that's bad on purpose. <laughs> I don't have the time to read that many books, the time. and then to fix them. I will fake it till I make it, though. If you send me something, I'll be like, "You know what?" This is gonna be bad. Why not? <laughs> Sometimes you gotta put bad things up. No beta! We die like men! No beta! We die like men! <laughs> yeah, do all those things. Uh, we'll see you next week. Goodbye! Goodbye! <laughs>